Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Monday, everybody. Or let's call it Miss Me With That Monday. The pundits have lost their minds. Misdiagnosing the game like they all gone blind. It's your boy OG, and if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. In the words of Buster, put your hands where my eyes can see. The game done changed, and it ain't what's best for you and me. I got eyes and knowledge to boot. This plan is simple. It's all about the loot. Let's talk about it. Let's go on a Monday. All right. Let's jump right into the business. It is sports over the weekend. Some some little couple of tidbits from last week. First things first, the Phoenix has found their new coach. Frank Vogel has been hired as uh, Phoenix's new coach. My only question is, why? Why? I mean, Frank won a ring with the Lakers in the bubble, but we all know he wasn't steering that shit. Uh, And I don't even want to be mean because I'm not knocking anybody's hustle, but Frank's a terrible coach. Point blank, period. He's a half-court guy. Book and Katie are going to want to run, so why would you hire this guy? Then you're going to retain the top assistant, Monty Williams' top assistant. Why would you fire Monty? If you're bringing in a new regime, cleaning the slate, why would you keep the top assistant? Him and Frank Vogel don't run the same system. I mean, you could have just hired him. Why bring in Frank Vogel, who hasn't won anywhere? This is going to be a disaster, I think. I know for sure if he he's, he's the coach, Chris Paul's not going anywhere because that slow down type thing, that, that's, what, that's what he likes. Uh, I'm I'm really disappointed. Uh, Booker is supposed to be in good with the uh, the new owner. Hey, he should have talked him. He should have talked him down off this one. I'm just saying. More news: Job ja Morant suspension. I mean, everybody's talking about it. It's going to be 25, 30 games. Just by the thing Silver said, I think he's going for half a season. And I'm not going to be mad about it because, like I said, I think Memphis is going to clean house. I think they're going to clean house and Jaws going to be the only one left. And he's going to have to make the rebuild work because he's the one that destroyed everything. Good luck with that. Moving on, the Skip and Shannon saga continues. It's already been said that after the NBA Finals that they're going to part ways. But it's getting ugly. Shannon's gone on a couple of shows talking. And like I said, why they can't just break amicably and just be done with it. But you know the public, everybody loves a train wreck, and this is one coming down the tracks. Beep, beep. Moving on. Sam Cassell is going to join the Celtics coaching staff to help out Joe Mazzula because he has some defections, some other coaches that left. How about just give Sam the job? Joe Mazzula doesn't have a clue. Other than chewing the death out of his gum, he doesn't have a clue. They wanted to fire him this year. But the three wins got him back in the good graces, and that's giving him until at least the All Star game next year. Just you should have just hired Sam. You would save more money. Uh, good luck, Sam. Hopefully, you'll be the next head coach. Moving on, Kyrie Irving reaches out to LeBron about coming to play in Dallas. 
Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. After the whole KD debacle, nobody's coming to play with you. I mean, you already stood at LeBron one time, and I can't be mad at you for that because I was tired of him holding everybody hostage, uh, hostage too when he was in Cleveland. But Kyrie was like, I was the number one pick too. Trade me or I'm going to have knee surgery. So I don't really think that will work. Uh, LeBron in Dallas, LeBron coming to a team that he's not going to be the number one, not happening in this lifetime. Moving on. The Nets have hired Kevin Ollie to be their assistant coach. Also, again, why not the head coach? Miles Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Dinwiddie are already looking for the exit. The Nets need a star. The coach ain't going to quite do it. With the whole debacle with KD, James Harden, and uh, Kyrie, nobody wants to go there. And I'll say this one more time. Why does the GM still have his job? Riddle me that. Get back to me. Let me know. Moving on. Uh, in the WNBA, the clash of the game, Cox. You had Aja Wilson and Aaliyah Boston meeting for the first time. Both number one picks in the WNBA draft. Uh, shout out to Don Staley. Aja took the understudy as the Aces go 6-0. and uh, I love seeing that. Like I said, Don Staley is building a machine down there. And on a sad note, Candace Parker looked really, really old in this game. Uh, the Aces go 6-0 and and sitting on top of the league. Good luck to everybody. Uh, the Sky, they rallied down from 19 to beat Brianna Stewart in the Liberty. Imagine that. Uh, Brianna's one of the best in the game. For somebody to come back 19 down from by them and win, hmm, that's kind of phenomenal. Moving on. The, the Mac player of the year, Ray J. Dennis, transfers to Baylor. Uh, he averaged 19 uh, points a game last year for Toledo. I mean, he should be a great addition to the Baylor Bears. Shout out to the Baylor Bears. Sick them. Uh, moving on to the Olympics and FIBA uh, three-on-three tournament. The women capture the gold medal while the men take silver. Men, three-on-three, we should have won that. Moving on, in the NFL, Ed Oliver, Houston's own. He inks a four-year deal, 68 mil, 45 mil guaranteed. Congratulations. Uh, remember Ed from high school. He's the first five-star to stay home and go to the University of Houston. Even though Tom Herman left early for his dream job, that was a big get. Uh, not nobody has followed since, but I think if Herman had stayed here, he would have got a lot more than just one five-star to stay. So congratulations to Ed. Also, Demar Hamlin has a CPR tour. Uh, salute to him for returning back to full health. They said he uh, he's been cleared to play uh, football. I'm kind of out, still out on that. Should he play? I, I just don't want to see uh, what happened happen again. I mean, it could have just been a fluke accident, but uh, from all accounts, it looks like he'll be suiting up this season. Moving on, uh, baseball, uh, Jose Azuna got benched for the Braves for not hustling. I mean, the Braves are in first place. That's a slippery slope. Whenever the coach benches you for loafing or something like that, but most of the sports leagues, it's a player's league, so I'm just going to say, coach, be wary. Star players get coaches fired. 
And Azuna, come on, pick it up, man. You're a pro. Get get the fans their money's worth. Stop loafing. Let's make it happen. Aaron Judge was out for the Yankees. Uh, as the Yankees two, take two out of three from the Dodgers, he had a bad toe after making a catch on Friday. He had a, his, his toe was messed up, so he couldn't go in the series. Athletes these days are way too brittle. Way too brittle. And I'm a Yankee fan, so don't think I'm piling on Aaron Judge. I like him. But, yeah, he's big. He's brittle. Moving on. The SEC has an eight-game schedule coming up this season. To, they're trying to, you know, with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, they said they're going to, you know, they want to make scheduling fair. Miss me with that, man. This is so that the big money schools won't get embarrassed by these mid-majors because now college football is open just like basketball. So that's what that's all about. But nice try. They won't be scheduling teams like uh, – Mississippi Valley State or anything. They won't be the big boys won't be scheduling those middle of the pack teams because they might get beat. And there goes your national championship out the window. This I just call this the Nick Saban rule. That's what I'll call it. Moving on. Uh Sablanca stopped Sloan Stevens in the uh, in the French Open after uh Sloan comes out criticizing for racial discrimination. Uh, it was a pretty good match, but LeBlanca beat her. Uh, shout out to Sloan for uh, for voicing her opinions and how it's going. The same concerns were voiced by Serena and Venus. Uh, you got to talk about it. And she talked about it, but she, she didn't make it to the sem, semi, semis. Coco Golf, she advances to the semis. Good luck. Uh, Coco's look like she's ready to take that next step. She's due. She's due. And on the men's side, you have uh, the Joker and uh, Alcaraz continue on their collision course to play each other. Uh, if each one wins the next match, they will be going head-to-head. -head. Alcaraz has the all-time head-to-head uh, matchup uh, lead against Joker. Uh, and Rafael Dundal has hip surgery. He's likely like out for the rest of the year. He's still tied at 22 Grand Slams with Roger Federer all time. So get well soon to Rafi. In hockey, the Vegas Knights go up 1-0 over the Panthers. Uh, for, and for the NHL Finals, uh, Game 2 will be tonight. And last on the quick hits today, Clarissa Shields, the quote, dominates in her return to the ring. She remains undisputed. Uh, she must have heard me. I told her to go for the knockout, and she almost got it. So, good luck to her. All right, we're going to jump into the NBA, what everybody wants to talk about, what everybody wants to fuss about. So, let's go. The, P the Heat pull out one. Plain and simple. The Heat pull out one. Now, I'm going to tell Eric Spolstra how to win. Whether he listens or not is something else. Because apparently he's not getting it. He's not listening to Tilt. And he needs to. They still yet to run Joker off the high post or stop him from initiating the offense. And the defense, the zone, you need to press them. Press them. Joker wants to bring the ball up the court. Press his ass. He is not a point guard. Attack him. Bam. You're the better athlete. They're giving you all the space you need. 
Take him to the rack and stop passing the ball. You're driving me crazy. You would foul him out before halftime. Just go at him. He's not like, was he going to block your shot maybe once or twice? But he'll have three or four fouls doing that. He is not athlete enough to stay with you. And for goodness sakes, stop leaving Joker open on the pick and roll. You only have to stop two guys. Two guys. The, uh, the analysts keep saying Joker is the best player in the world. How? How? Like I keep saying, nobody's picking him first to start a team. Nobody. They even came up with, with this little top tier thing. They had Joker at the top. Giannis second. You taking Joker over uh, Giannis? No. They had Steph third spot. You taking Joker over Steph? No. Fourth, you had Luca. You taking Joker over Luca? No. Fifth, LeBron gets the Joker evenly in LeBron's weakened condition. No. Number six, you had KD. You taking Joker over KD? Hell to the no. AK Whitney Houston. And seven, you had Anthony Davis, who if he had played right, he would have fouled them out every game they played. Hell no. Jason Tatum, I might take Joker over Tatum because, you know, Casper disappears from time to time. Then you got Embiid at number nine. I might take him over Embiid because Embiid is lazy. And at 10, we got Jimmy. Probably wouldn't take. I probably wouldn't take him over Jimmy either. You know, Jimmy's a gamer. Jimmy's going to come to play. But the next time I hear one of these guys say he's the best player in the game, and Mark Jackson, I'm surprised at you because you know he's not the best player in the game. These other guys, it's funny. But you, come on, Mark. Hand down, man down. That's all I'm saying. Spolstras, X and O's are not elite at all. And it shows he adjusts too late. And last night... I'm going I'm to tell you the real. Last night, he got lucky. He got lucky last night. The team got lucky. Because Jimmy didn't show up. Jimmy didn't really show up. He did his thing. Like I'm not going to take anything away from him in clutch moments. He did his thing. But he looks passive and on the show. I don't know. Maybe he needs to get back to Miami and get some sun or something. But another performance like that is not going to give him another win. Even though the three top guys did get in double figures. But, hey. They're going to have to do a lot better than that. I mean, everybody's picking the Denver to win it anyway. They're going to have to do a little more if they hope to take this game to seven or go home in six, whatever. They just have to have to do better. Miami's role players are, are better than Denver's role players. Because, I mean, you got to look at it. KCP, he came back down to earth. I mean, he's a street shooter. When he's on, he's on. But when he's off, he's off. That's how he got let go out of uh, out of the Lakers. Then you got Bruce Brown. He wasn't this good when he was in Brooklyn. He sucked when he was in Brooklyn. He's basically an energy guy. But, I mean, people develop. Maybe he worked on his game. He's better, but he's not nobody you should be worried about. And newsflash, once again, Miami, you only have to stop two people. And, like, in case you don't know, let me tell you, it's Joker and Jamal Murray. They're the only two. I don't know if you can't read the back of their jerseys or what's going on. It's the big, tall, goofy guy and the Canadian. Come on. Get to it. Like I said, basketball is in a horrible state right now. And these finals 
should wake Adam Silver up. He's a terrible commissioner. David Stern is rolling over on his grave. Like I said, he's great at making money for the league, but he's terrible in developing the product. This global basketball crap's never going to work no matter how many Euros you bring in here. After a while, we're not going to be watching the NBA. It's going to be the Euro League. That's what it's going to be. That's what Adam Silver's hopes are. And the way it's going, they duped everybody into take, thinking that you can only shoot threes. Kids don't develop their game. They go to the draft way too early. And out of the league before they're 21. Think about that. We're going to move over to baseball. Major League Baseball. Tampa Bay's uh, on the American League East. Tampa Bay still with the best record in baseball. They're still four games ahead of the Orioles. Uh, the Yankees are still six back. Uh, AL Central, we got the Twins three and a half games up on Cleveland. And the AL West, we have the Texas Rangers three and a half up on Houston's Astros. In the West, NL East, we got the Braves up three and a half games over the Marlins. Okay, come on, Azuna. We got to hustle. Uh, NL Central, we got the Brewers, a half game up on the Pirates. The Pirates are relevant. Imagine that. And then in the NL West, we got the Arizona and the Dodgers are tied at the top with the Giants five and a half, five and a half games back. That's for your uh, keep me up to standards in baseball. Like I said, I go more in depth as the season goes on. Probably before the All-Star break, I'll break it down for you. Like I said, not start supporter of the MLB but I see the brothers in there now so I'm gonna have to get on that boxing Whew. Garcia Ryan Garcia is still crying about his team abandoning him how about you not quit Ryan how about you put it more into boxing than you put in your Instagram posts then maybe somebody will have sympathy for you they actually shouldn't have done him like that but Oscar being a boxer and Hopkins being both being champs, you don't take a knee. When Pacquiao beat up Oscar, he didn't take a knee. He just didn't come out. He went out on his shield. He was done. You took a knee. Once again, boxers do not train to take knees. You took a knee. That's like sacrilege. That's like career suicide. You didn't have the heart to finish the mission. You would have got more credit if you had let Javante Tank Davis knock you out. They would have respected you more. They would have. I would have. I know you're a clown, but I would have respected you more if you had went out on your shield. That's all I'm saying. Get over it. Stop crying on social media because nobody cares. Your ego is bigger than your talent. And if you don't be roly... You really a joke. Because Roley is a joke. You're going to be the punchline proceeding a joke if you let Roley beat you. Because you actually have skills. Roley is a rock'em sock'em robot. That's it. So, I'm not going to totally down a young man. If he gets in it, he has talent. I'm not going to sit here and say he doesn't have talent. He has talent, man. But, come on. You can't cheat the sport. And that's what you're trying to do. Those likes mean nothing. You got to get in the gym and make it happen. And you haven't been. That's why your first trainer left. So, all the things you're crying about, look in the mirror. That's the guy you need to blame. Moving on. 
Leonard Leonard Ellaby from Mayweather Promotion CEO, and I like Leonard, and he's all about the pay-per-view and all of that. The pay-per-view numbers came in for Haney and Lomo. Nobody thought they were going to be super big and all that, and he's telling everybody that Tank's numbers were better. What does that matter? We talk about the, When do we come to an era where the belts mean absolutely nothing? I got news flash for you, Leonard. There's not another Floyd lurking. Nobody in boxing currently today, other than Cadelo Alvarez, is going to do Floyd Mayweather numbers. Nobody. Hell, Floyd doesn't do Floyd numbers anymore, and he's still doing these little exhibitions. So saying that Devin, you know, didn't do the numbers he was supposed to do because he's champion, that's asinine. It's asinine. It's too much posturing going up, and it's messed up the money. Like I said, I mean, what are these guys fighting for? Just the money now? Because apparently the belts don't mean nothing. Devin Haney's undisputed. He gets He's a nice kid. He gets no credit. I guess he, he's just too nice. There's no new Floyd out there. Nobody, none of them have his persona. None of them have his skill set. Although Devin is a master, master boxer, he's just not seasoned enough yet to even come close to money. Like all these guys are pretenders. Floyd was what he said he was. Like Tank has no personality. Devin is too nice. Shakur, too cocky. Earl is too noble. And Crawford is too loyal. It's like none you have it's like you have to like go off on the establishment like Floyd did to get some kind of run. And these and these guys, they just at this point in their career, they're just not built for that. Like like as far as like Teofimo, he's a lunatic, and he probably gets more press than all of them. I mean, I don't know what what is gonna be like. I said, if undisputed doesn't mean anything. I mean, what are they fighting for? What what are they fighting for? Because I, I just don't get it. You're gonna you have a chance to be the undisputed champion of your division or whatever and you're going to fight the next guy yeah I'm talking to you Tank because you have no excuses now you want to go fight a journeyman instead of fighting for the undisputed championship of the lightweight division make it make sense because you've been talking your trainer's been talking you you violated your uh, probation so you had to do not 60 days in jail whatever the case may be are you that scared of Devin Haney? Because you said you weren't. You were all talk until it's right up to the time. All you have to say, all you have to do is sign your name on a dotted line. That's all you have to do. And you could be undisputed if you beat him. And like I said, I'm not correct. Like I said, just like the Lomo fight. If Davis hits Devin, right, he going to sleep. That's facts. But Tank knows. If it goes 12, he losing in a landslide. He knows that. He His trainer knows that. And what are the naysayers going to say then? Because they don't want to go back and look at the Leo Santa Cruz fight. They don't want to go back and look at the Barrios fight. He was getting his ass whipped. And neither one of those guys box better than Devin Haney. Facts. Facts. Look it up. Watch the fight. True. I'm a Haney, I'm a Haney guy, but I'm not blind. Like I said, 
miss me with that. So come on, Tank. How about your boy? That's all I'm saying. How about your boy? Okay, I'm going to get out, out, out here on some track and field. I've been, uh, the big names in track and field, they've been doing uh, several meets overseas, but none of the big names are really getting together outside of the men. Uh, on the men's side, you got Fred Curley in the 100, Noah Lyles running the 100 and the 2, uh, Arion Knightington is running the 200, and Christian Coleman off of his suspensions for the last three, four years, he's running the 1 and 2. He's, he's been making a lot of noise, but Noah Lyles is the man right now in track and field and like i said christian coleman has been and making some noise but uh the big name right now is noah lyles well uh, check him out uh he's from the dmv shout out but uh yeah they've been in a couple of tournaments overseas i can't get all the information on who's in what so uh but you need to watch out for the guys i just uh talked to you about uh on the female side i mean right now shikari richardson is the hottest thing in a uh, women's track and field uh, I don't want to say this, make it sound off. She got rid of the red hair and all the other crazy stuff, but she's still not likable. She's still going off on the podium about stuff that has nothing to do with the sport or who she is. Shake the haters off and all that. Why are you still talking about that? You're the one that smoked weed, lost your all the endorsements, and had to fight your way back. I'm glad you're back. But I'm still not a fan yet. I was a fan of your talent. But every time you open your mouth, and she's from Texas. Every time she opens her mouth, she loses me a little bit. Run. Make your mark. Be quiet. Let your talent speak for you. Not your mouth. Then we got Sharika Jackson, Miss 200. Uh, pretty sure she's going to break the world record sometime this year. Uh, the only reason she hasn't really... Because her and Shikari raced this year in the 100. And Shikari beat her. Because Sharika Jackson's, you know, coming out of block, she, she's not good. Especially in the 100. She has that track down speed. But when you're racing against Shikari or Shelly Ann Praiser-Frice, you're not going to just catch them any kind of way. So, but yeah, she's ready. And like I said, her and Shikari raced in the 100 earlier this year. And Shikari won. <coughs> Excuse me. But... Everybody wants to see Shikari race Shelly Ann Praiser Price. And like I said, until she beats her, I don't want to hear nothing. Because Shikari has ran the fastest time for the 100 in the country this year. Shelly Ann Praiser, Praiser Price, she's had some good runs too, but she hasn't ran the fastest time. But I've seen her run this year. Mm, the only person that beat her so far this year is her teammate, Sharika Jackson. Because who's eventually going to take over the one and the two but it will be Shikari standing in the way. And Sydney McLaughlin, the 400-meter hurdles, she does what she wants in that event. There's nobody around that can touch her. Check her out on YouTube. She's going to be the face of uh, <clears throat> USA Track if Shikari doesn't stop going out of pocket. Well, that's pretty much all I have for today. I uh, want to shout out to the graduates, all the graduates, college and high school uh, both of my nephews graduated this uh, this weekend. Uh, it's not like I told them. It's not the end. It's the beginning. It's your boy OG, and I'm O U T.